I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. For those of you who wish Lit Sis was more than once a week, did you know that we have our own individual book Instagrams and book blogs that you can read any of our reviews from now and all of time? If you are wanting that Lit Sis feel in your normal routine, you can always check us out. Mine is at Maddie Reads a Lot on Instagram. And mine is at Brooke and Binding on Instagram. But wait, there's, there's more. more. I also have a Facebook page, Brooke and Binding, and a blog, Brooke and Brian, Bind, Binding.com. That was sounding that was so such a good. good. Happy Friday, Lit Sisters. Hi, everybody. Uh, don't mind the uh, background noise. What are you doing this time? Uh, My headphones stopped working on one earbud the other day. Oh, no. I purchased some new ones that just came in the mail like 15 minutes ago. So I'm trying to get them all set up. I am trying to get them all set up so that I can use them for recording. So it's a little bit clearer. Ooh. Mm -hmm. So don't mind me. I thought about it like right when I was waiting for you to hop on and I was like, I better hurry. Oh, my gosh. They're so smooth feeling. Ooh. feel like butter. I like it. Okay. Soon they're going to feel dirty and gross. But not right. yet. Not yet. But oh my gosh. This, I wish you could feel these. They're so soft. I'm here. I'm here and I'm ready to begin. Do you have your headphones on? I have my headphones on. How does it feel? Smooth. So good. So, um, everybody, today we're going to have an episode that's kind of led by Haley. Yes. So, I know I'm a little behind on this whole, like, topic or conversation. Um, However, it is a fairly new conversation to me, and so I wanted to bring it up a little bit. And it all kind of spurred on. When just over the Halloween weekend, as a family, we watched A Quiet Place number two, quieter than mm-hmm. before. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have it doesn't have a tagline. A quieter um, place. A quieter place. Um, so I wait, wait. Had... Say, good good movie. However, I hope that there's a third one because it did kind of suffer from what feels like middle book syndrome, middle movie syndrome. Oh, personally, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I it was not as good as the first one. I still think it was good, but I think it seems more like this this intermittent you know, like movie versus like it, it wasn't like an ending. There wasn't like mm-hmm. a resolution. So it seems like they're setting it up for a third one. If not then I don't don't necessarily know if the sequel lived up to people's expectations of it. Oh, I agree with you. It feels like it needs it needs an a better conclusive ending. Yeah, it felt like um, it just needed more. And and I think the characters delivered in what they could at that time. Um in like the story like it makes sense with kind of how it all went, but the conclusion of it felt like okay, so we've it's kind of like We've accomplished, like, part one of the mission. 
now let's like seal the deal. You know what I mean? So I feel like that is what is needing for the story in general. However, you guys, if you don't want to wait, there is a book that is very similar to A Quiet Place. Um, That is what we're going to be talking about today. Now, like I said, this all was spurred on because over Halloween weekend, we watched Quiet Place number two, and I love the first one. And I really think that, um, the like you said, the second one felt like it needed a little bit more. But um, I had heard that um, there is another movie out on Netflix currently right now. I said it was um, a 2019 film. So I either am totally out of the loop and had no clue that this was a thing, or it was originally like produced and created in 2019 but they didn't release it until later I'm not sure um Mm -hmm. however it's called The Silence and it is fairly similar let me I actually have like the synopses of both the books Mm -hmm. and the movie and how Quiet Place maybe fits into it and how it doesn't maybe um but there is this whole genre of like horror movies where um if like maybe one of your senses is taken away Mm -hmm. or something is inhibiting you from being able to live your normal life for one reason or another um usually it's some form of maybe like monster or alien or something like that that is um Mm -hmm. that has like invaded the world and you have to like kind of be um on your guard in a few different ways like it kind of makes me think of like I'm going to throw out there like obviously a quiet place and then the silence movie is making me think of the bird box movie um Mm -hmm. it's also making me think of like the walking dead so there's just a few different things like that that's making me think okay there is like this whole genre of things out there that have similar themes but um are hopefully standing on their own. So that's why I'm like, why are these two in particular being compared to? And so I've got the little synopses and I want you to tell me if you think they sound too similar or not. Okay. 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 So the silence um, was originally a book by Tim Levin and it was written in 2015. Okay. This is why it's relevant to list says everyone. It was a book. It was a book. <laughs> it was a book. That's the thing. So, and it was from 2015. And then A Quiet Place, the first movie, came out in 2018. And mm-hmm. so people are like, wait a second, did they steal this concept? Because this book has been out a few years before mm-hmm. the movie came out. Is there a correlation there? Is it, you know, mm-hmm. like, did John Krasinski and, and the other writers, did they yeah. steal this idea for this movie? Yeah, because it can be confusing since the movie version of the book came out after a Quiet Place movie, but the so book existed think... beforehand. So if you so didn't know if it was a book, yeah. you would think it's a ripoff of a Quiet Place. Exactly. But really, it could be the opposite. It's like flip-flopped kind yes. of. All right. Sorry. So give us the synopsis. Hmm. What if you gave us one synopsis? but didn't specify which one it was. Ooh, okay. All right, okay. Well, one of them is going to be a little longer than another, so I'm going to try to shorten it up a little bit. Okay. Um, okay, ready? Mm-hmm. 
In a post-apocalyptic world, a family is forced to live in silence while hiding from monsters with ultra-sensitive hearing. Their daughter is deaf and knows sign language, which allows the family to survive better than others. Okay, now give us the other one. Okay. In the darkness of a vast cave system cut off from the world for millennia, blind creatures hunt by sound. Then there is light, there are voices, and they feed. Swarming from their prison, they multiply and thrive. To scream, even to whisper, is to summon death. Death. Allie, who has been deaf for many years, knows how to live in silence, and now it's her family's only chance of survival. Wow, they're very similar. I think, is the first one a a quiet place? Yes. Okay, because there's not a mention of a cave system in it. So that must yes. must be the silence, but wow, like they're I mean, both have a daughter and a family that's deaf, family surviving based off of like sign language or just like silence and being comfortable with that. Both creatures that uh, attack from sound have hypersensitive hearing because one it said hypersensitive hearing, the other one said even whispers can summon it, which must mean they have good hearing. That's in in, in both kind of like this post apocalyptic world like this cave thing that's very post-apocalyptic that's they're both like super similar oh definitely and so that's why i can see why people were like what the heck is this especially if they had read the silence and then a quiet place comes out and they're like what Mm -hmm. this sounds just like the book i read and so i think some of the biggest defining and differing factors that people have pointed out is um the monsters themselves in A Quiet Place, in the second one, you get a little bit more um, background information as to where the invasions these monsters have come from and kind of how that all happened. And it sounds like their monsters are more like alien-esque type creatures, mm-hmm. where in the silence, they are an actual like breed of animal that has mutated to a point where they only survive through their hearing like somehow they've gotten out of this dark closed off environment where they were thriving for so long to oh my gosh there's so many other sounds and people out here now we're gonna like attack like you know it's like a buffet Mm -hmm. kind of for them so I feel like that's like the biggest thing that I have noticed that people are highlighting they're saying no the monsters are definitely different Um, the plot is a little bit different as well in the silence um, the family has to choose whether leave their home to shun others to find a remote haven where they can sit out the plague but they say but will it ever end and what kind of world will be left where Mm -hmm. I feel like in a quiet place you've got this world where um, people are kind of trying to survive and um they it's not like they've uh, given up like they, they haven't like given up in the world of like we're gonna well I mean they kind of, uh, do you know what I'm trying to say where it feels like the silence is like we're gonna try to wait this out and see if we can figure it out where I feel like a quiet place is like we've already waited it out mm-hmm. um, like quiet place is just like 
the silence, but a little bit later. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, like the silence is, I think the people are trying to find their haven and, and settle. And then in quiet places, like we've settled. <laughs> like This is what we've got. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's maybe like the biggest difference. Yeah. Um, the way you described like the plot of like, oh, we got to figure things out reminds me of the plot of Bird Box. See, which... And that's what I wanted to ask you about mm-hmm. because I have not seen or read Bird Box at all. So I, I really wanted like that was something. Or... You haven't even seen it? Mm-mm. Oh man, I read it first. I own the book if you ever want to borrow it. Well, that's why I, I know you did. And so I kind of want to get your perspective because that was also one that, like I mentioned earlier, but one that I um, wanted to even ask you about when I was writing my notes because I was like, well, how does Bird Box like fit into all this? Because I know that I remember when Bird Box came out, I was like, yes, I know this is a book and they created a movie out of it. But again, it makes me think of A Quiet Place. So I'm like, so how, so like, I just yes. want to know how you think all of this compares. So for um, for just clarity, um, for the movies in general, so of the movies, A Quiet Place came out first April of 2018, and then Bird Box came out in December of 2018. And I remember when Bird Box came out, people were saying, oh, it's A Quiet Place, but with sight instead. But still people really were like, "There's." I feel like there's this huge Bird Box craze for a while, and people kept using like the meme of like Sandra Bullock with her like um like eye stuff on her like covering up her eyes while she's like sitting on a boat um (laughs) for just various different memes and then the silence movie came out the next year in 2019 um in let's see may yeah yeah um so for me so the bird box has a more similar plot wise sounds like to the silence because in bird box you get um two different perspectives i guess it's kind of a mixture of both eh, no probably a little bit more than silence well but give bird- us give us a good synopsis of it so for bird box um i'll give you the synopsis of the film because it's what pulled up and they're very similar so it says when a mysterious force decimates the population only thing is certain if you see it you die Survivors must now avoid coming face-to-face with an entity that takes the form of their worst fears. Searching for hope and a new beginning, a woman and her children embark on a dangerous journey through the woods and down a river to find the one place that may offer sanctuary. To make it, they'll have to cover their eyes from the evil that chases them and complete the trip blindfolded. Um, so, very interesting because in Bird Box, there's two different perspectives or two different timelines, really, that it's going at. Um, one timeline is um, the mom, Mallory, and her two kids are in a boat and they're trying to make it to this river to make it through to this sanctuary. And then you'll get flashbacks of when things first started. Um, and it was really, it was a really good book. And it's very interesting, too, because you see her when she's like pregnant um, and she ends up finding like because um, she gets pregnant, like right at the beginning of everything kind of going crazy. Um, and you kind of see the beginning of like her finding refuge, like just in some random house. And she has to like make friends with the people there, the people who have randomly survived and support each other. Um, and so you see a lot of them becoming familiar and learning how to adapt to this new world. And then you see some of the techniques they use to communicate. Um, she ends up using with her children. 
um, when they're older. Because, I mean, it's several years that they're into this, that they're finally able to try and seek refuge. Um, and so it reminds me of what you described, the silence of it being more like, how do we deal with this versus, again, a quiet place is like, well, and, and, and interestingly, a quiet place, we found out from a quiet place too, from the beginning of everything to roughly when a quiet place, the movie starts is only about a year and a half. So they adapt mm-hmm. super quickly in a year and a half um, versus like Bird Box, it's several years to the point that she's very familiar with things and how it works now. So um, I just think it's very interesting in general that again again the silence book came out in 2015 and let me actually see bird box book um that book came out in 2014 what it's the og it's the og bird box book is the og wow whoa okay back it up everybody it may turn out that the one that everyone said was a copy of a quiet place but for sight the sign a quiet place and then thus the silence were just bird box but for hearing i love it i'm sure this has taken the investigation in a whole whole new new direction direction. (laughs) if you guys do not know what that quote is from you need to check out only murders in the building it's on hulu this is not an ad but very very good series starring Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Selena Gomez. Which, fun fact, I actually had a dream last night, I guess this morning, about those three, plus some other random actress, were in a movie about, like, trying to seek, like, the, this perfect song or something. I don't know. It was, in, it was like a t- fake trailer movie poster in my brain. Totally off topic. But, <laughs> yes, everyone go check out Only Murders in the Building. I can't wait for there to be season two. Anyway, so... Wow, so this is a whole, this is a big plot twist. Yeah, I think that, that just makes me curious as to the um, motivation behind why these authors and these like screenwriters chose, you know, like they maybe, I don't even know if they were familiar with Bird Box at the time, but maybe mm-hmm. they had heard there was a concept of what if, blah, blah, blah. And they all maybe had the same kind of, thought line of like what would happen if I had to take away a scent not mm-hmm. scent sense and um and how could I do that and then let's add a monster on top of that whoa you know what I mean like mm-hmm. like I don't know where their thought processes were yeah it's interesting know. to have that the sight be one and then you've got two sounds like hearing Mm-hmm. I don't really think taste or smell would be that big of a deal to like lose when it comes to like the survival. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense that they would choose one of those two. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you guys ever did this as kids. I definitely did it as a kid. You like ask uh, your friends and yourself, Hey, if you had to lose a scent, <laughs> which mm-hmm. or not a scent, a, a sense, which sense would you want to lose and no one says hearing or sight they're always like i guess i could lose my taste of smell but i guess now with covid some people losing their taste of um taste uh, i always say this their taste of smell their sense of smell and taste has actually been really terrible for some people so maybe they wouldn't choose that anymore i don't know yes yeah that is very interesting it's just an interesting concept and thought to have and so I, i i mean i commend all of these people because i think 
and I've not seen the silence. I've not read the book, but I have a friend who read the book and she really enjoyed it. Um, and I think that's why she was kind of skeptical of when a quiet place came out, like I said, of like, Hey, this kind of sounds like a different mood or a different, like a book I've already read because I think of the sense was the mm-hmm. same. It was mm-hmm. both hearing, you have to be really quiet, stuff like that. Yeah. So I think that's like the biggest factor in all of this um, is the comparison of you can't be loud, you cannot talk, you have to be quiet, you cannot make any noises. Where I feel like Bird Box, it's literally just if you see this monster, you could die, which I, or whatever it is, it says mm-hmm. it you, is it kind of like a Bogart a little bit where it like. No. no. <sighs> How can I? I want to try and explain what happens without giving it away. Is it, it like away. an alien? Is it like an alien thing? No, it's like it changes people. Okay. And 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 you do die. They do die. But is it like, like a psychological issue? Like something kind of messes with your brain? It sounds like that's what it is. Don't give it away. No, I won't <laughs> give it away. It just, it just people become. I would say people become not afraid of it anymore. And that can be a danger of itself, especially when you're living in a house with other people. So it's not like a Medusa thing. You make eye contact and you're No, I mean, no, you still (laughs) die. You still die. But there are times when it can make you into a crazy person. And that can be dangerous to have around. I mean, if there was, there's like one instance in the book and that's the very end. So I won't give it away, but um, it's very, very there's a huge reason why Mallory, the main character chooses to not trust other people anymore and just follow, trust herself, which, okay. And I did. So moving on, I did think about the sense though, because we were talking about taking away a sense with a quiet place in the silence. You're not losing your sense of hearing though. It does have people who are deaf in it, but losing your, like the way the bird box is, you can't see them. You literally have to blind yourself, take away one of your sense quiet place you have all of your senses you can't talk that's totally different like what if it's you can't hear the creature they'd have to muffle their ears that would be Mm. the same thing of bird box yeah that's true so bird box as the og still stands on its own two feet as its own thing yeah like that would probably be the worst situation because you can't even go outside you can't look at anything like you have to look to survive really like i mean obviously they're like blind people do exist but like (laughs) (laughs) but i mean like in a situation where you're trying to get away from something scary if you can't see that scary thing or even anything around you you are very very worse off than if you just can't make a ton of noise Mm -hmm. like obviously like i think it's like obviously things around you make sound but even in a quiet place there's actually moments where they can make noise um, if they're protected enough from, like, if they're, like, they're in a insulated quiet place Insulated enough, maybe. If it's insulated enough, you can make sound. Or in a quiet place, the first movie, they found, like, this waterfall and the sound of the natural water covered up them being able to talk. So they were able to freely talk and I think even, like, cry or scream or laugh or something um, because the creatures didn't care because they couldn't hear them over the sound of the waterfall that was always rushing. So I feel like bird box has got the much worse off situation. Yeah. It really sounds like it. Yeah. So do you think this is like circling back really quick? Do you feel like this is like a genre in itself? Maybe like a world, like, or maybe like the genre of movies or concepts where it's like 
the senses or something like that like do you see like enough similarity in at least these last three or four years of some films that are like more horror that are coming out that have this kind of element to it like would you say that this is like a genre in the making maybe or it's like a phase of a genre like what do you think about it or do you think it's Um, just all coincidental I think it is probably just all coincidental I think that there may have been some sort of like central inspiration even subconsciously for all of these books and movies um I don't know if it's just like the idea of an apocalypse um or and like what would make it worse and they were all somehow inspired by something that was not even like we don't even know like maybe it was like a random like documentary or like you know or it could be again but again this is after the books I did think about this one when you're talking about like almost like horror there is a horror movie called hush have you heard of this no so this is very similar again hearing a deaf writer who retreated into the woods to live a solitary life must fight for her life in silence when a masked killer appears in her window so this is definitely way more like thriller fight for your life kind of situation but i remember in college a lot of people were getting into watching this because it was so terrifying because she would just be going around her daily life. I mean, there's, I'm looking at a screenshot right now and she's just like sitting in her living room on her computer and this man is like standing behind her. And because she's deaf, she doesn't know. She doesn't know he's there. Ooh, creepy. So again, there, there was just like, I mean, it's terrifying. Honestly, the mask guy looks really scary. Um, But there's just, I don't know. There's just like this cluster of movies. And that's why I think they have to have been like some sort of central inspiration that happens subconsciously for all of them or at least especially the movies and they can't pin it back to that they don't know what it was like what if it was some sort of thing where it's like oh they watched like a documentary about a kid living in a war-torn country and they were deaf and made it so much harder for them to go through because they couldn't sense when the bad people were around or something like that you know you never know so or watching a nature documentary where they're talking about bats and how bats are very sensitive and they only use the echolocation or the sounds yeah. to, to hear things. And they're like, oh, what if those were like, those would attack humans. And that could like take you off on like your silence journey. Mm-hmm. Like who knows? But I just thought, I know it's kind of a little off of what we would normally talk about on uh, a weekly Litsis episode, but we haven't done one of these little like kind of conspiracy but not really yeah i'm trying to think what the word i'll put it in the in the title i'm trying to think what the word we used for the um aj finn episode or even the giver of stars yeah what did we use it was it was not conspiracy it was was something else i'll figure Mm -hmm. it out i'll figure it out and it'll be in the title and it'll make a lot of sense it's not i i thought i had a Oh, a little scandal. 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 The scandal. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I don't know if I'm like creating a scandal, which I'm not trying to, but I do know people had even commented on Goodreads when they were looking at the silence with the movie coming out. I think people were like, oh, book, let me read the book. They're like, wait a second. And making those connections. And they're even mm-hmm. asking each other, like, is this similar to a quiet place or not? And some people are like, yes, very similar. And some people are like, no, not similar. Like, they're completely different. They have, you know, different storylines and different, you know, whatnot. And it's really great actors in both those. I mean, all three of the movies, Bird Box, The Silence, 
A Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. All great actors, great, um, great, uh, my guess is great scripts because they seem to um, have been catching people's attention. But um, yeah, I, I just thought after having that conversation, I was like, ooh, I want to look up and I want to look this up a little bit more. So mm-hmm. hence our episode for the day. But yes, there are even bigger news out there, people. Yes. Bigger news today. Well, not today. Yesterday. I got to remember what day it is. Yesterday, November 11th, Book of the Month finally announced their winner for Book of the Year. Woo! And let me just say, in the nick of time, I got the book done that I wanted to read. You really did. And And you were lucky, too. I I was lucky. And why was that? It's because the the book that you finally finished, you finally read, ended up winning Book of the Year. Yeah. So congratulations to Kristen, Hannah, and the four wins. Woo! This book i mean after reading it i can definitely see why it was nominated and i can even see why it was the winner because it does have mm-hmm. a lot of um deep like thought pro- not like i guess thought provoking but deep things that they like talk about and just the struggles and the character development stuff like that but i did say in my book review it's already up if you guys want to look at it i felt like the character development was non-existent well not non-existent but just not it took a little time it took a long time and then it was like all of a sudden 180 degree change in character development right before the very end and I was like what <laughs> so that kind of like took me by surprise um just of how long and drawn out some of the choices that the characters were making finally happened um and the story definitely took some turns I wasn't expecting, but it just, it kept me can, like going. I wanted to read it. It was really um, a pretty easy read. Um, and, and it was just really interesting to like, Chris and Hannah always does a good job of like highlighting a specific time period or event that happened in history mm-hmm. or something like that. And trying to bring it to life and have these characters that feel real and relatable to you in your present day. And just kind of like wow I didn't realize that the Dust Bowl was as bad as it was or I didn't realize that that was happening at the same time as the Great Depression how did people do that how did they handle their crops not being able to produce anything but then they didn't have money to buy things and everything was sparse anyway like how did they survive and so she does such a good job of telling this family story and talking about um talking about some of those issues that they were going through and the decisions they had to make of like do we stay here and try to cultivate the land do we move on like some other families have and try to find a better life somewhere else um so yeah I I guess I can definitely see why it was book of the year but you mad were you read all five yes and do you think they picked the right one I do think that the right one did get picked. I had voted for Malibu Rising. However, Kristen Hanna has been writing books for so long. And I don't think she's ever been a book of the year winner. Um, really? I don't think so. Because I don't think Nightingale was. And I know Great Alone wasn't. Mm. So I think, and, I, I, and I, again, I could totally be wrong. 
about that, but I'm pretty sure that she's not won before. And so I did feel weird about voting for Taylor Jenkins Reed because she won previously with Daisy Jones in the six, two years ago. Um, right. Two years ago. That wasn't last yeah. year. Yeah. No, two years. Um, and so I, I think Malibu rising for me was a better book than the four wins purely just because I kept comparing the four wins to the great alone, which is my favorite Kristen Hanna book. And to me, it just wasn't as good as the great alone. So it's hard for me to vote for it. Mm. Um, and Malibu rising again, didn't love it as much as Evelyn Hugo, but I liked it more than Daisy Jones and the six. So I was like, well, if Daisy Jones and the six can win, Malibu rising could surely win instead. Mm, gotcha. But so I'm, I'm actually really happy to see it is Kristen Hanna, because I think she deserves recognition for any of her, any of her works. Yeah, I definitely can see where you're coming from there. But I think I think I tried to take the four wins as like a separate entity than comparing it to her other ones because I was just because just taking it as its like own story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think comparing the four wins with Malibu Rising, I think Malibu Rising feels way more like as a contemporary read. Mm-hmm. And I think Four Winds feels more of like a literary read. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe there's a little bit different um, standard there, potentially, of like, this book was, you know, had a lot more, not like a, a lot more, maybe like the Four Winds, there's more research to it, or there's more, you know, depth of blah, 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 that made it feel a little bit more... Um, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I feel like Malibu Rising feels even like a little bit of a lighter read compar- comparatively. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely think it, it is a more of a lighter read just because uh, with, I don't know, just with the Four Winds, there's just so much heavy stuff and it's like, it just is this endless like sadness almost because it and starts it, yeah. off with like sad stuff for Elsa the main character the mom and then like it just progressively gets worse and I always got really sad because in it you get like these letters from her uh her mother and her mother and father-in-law and who um and like they just say like some kind of sad stuff and I don't know it just like is, is endless emotional sadness so not to say that that's bad because I like sad but it definitely is there's a lot of struggle mm-hmm. but I also could say too there's a lot of um chat towards the end of the book that um felt a little more I mean not 100% relevant to today but I feel like some of the themes were similar to some stuff that is maybe happening in America or things people are discussing in America currently not to the point where like maybe the vanishing half was or some other stuff like that but like um talking about like unions and like these people are working and they're not getting paid their fair wages which I'm not saying that's not happening in the U.S. but I'm just Mm -hmm. saying like currently but I'm just saying like there's some of the stuff as like later on in the book where it feels a little bit more like stingy a little bit of like oh this is kind of resonating with our today you know Mm -hmm. and that thing of like history can repeat itself even if it looks a little different sometimes so I think that also maybe could have been a factor of like people resonated with it maybe a little bit more because it felt a little bit more real to the now even if the even if it wasn't like an exact replica of like that's exactly what I'm going through you know what I mean but Mm -hmm. a similar similarities enough of like having to make hard choices maybe that people could connect to in that way does that make sense 
no, that totally makes a lot of sense. I mean, I I was not surprised that she even wrote stuff like that in her books. I'm like, I'm sure that she's trying to make a sort of connection um, to what's going on in people's life today. I honestly, I, I definitely can see that. But I also was thinking, I hope she's just trying to tell the story as accurately as possible. And that just happens to be an element of what oh, was going oh, on. Oh, I'm sure. And I mean, I mean, she also hasn't published a book since The Great Alone in 2017. So you know that she's been working on this for probably three to four years. So I'm sure that she started having all these ideas before it would become relevant. It's super interesting because I read the author's note at the very end and she wrote that um, in the beginning of 2020. And so she must have had this book finished, at least finished almost all the way at the beginning of last year but mm-hmm. it didn't get published until like a year later yeah because so editing must... in the whole process mm-hmm. takes a little bit longer and and who knows how how much of the book she had written even the year before like 2019 mm-hmm. so it's not like she was like "Ooh, I'm gonna write this right this year and make a lot of you know make a lot of like specific points I want to I think mm-hmm. it was just like oh, a coincidence uh, coincidental yeah definitely Okay, so in comparison to the other Kristen Hanna books that you've read, Great Alone and Nightingale, where does this one sit? I think, well, it's the freshest I've read. Mm -hmm. I think, honestly, it would go Great Alone, Four Winds, Nightingale. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I but the and only I, thing is with the like I said you can read my comparisons as well because on my um four wins review on brookenbinding.com I also linked my great alone review and my nightingale review so you mm-hmm. can kind of see where my thoughts are there and I even say in the four wins I say I don't know if I've said this previously but that character development was like the one thing that kind of like messed with me a little bit at the very end where it felt like one of the characters just did like a 180 within the last like 50 pages of the book and I was like mm-hmm. okay that just kind of felt like I'll, like out of nowhere for me personally um and that was like a little bit challenging so that's kind of like one of the reasons like I'm not gonna dock at a full star for something like that but it was just like eh. but I feel like each of her books have like maybe one book's a little bit stronger in the character relational development one's gonna be a little bit stronger in the like action impactful storytelling captivation one's a little bit more in the like let me tell you this um tragic situation that has happened and like mm-hmm. stuff like that so I just feel like each of them have a strength and each of them have a weakness and they're not usually the same does that make sense yes I I can definitely see that so so what's your ranking then? mine is always going to be great alone first and then I'm probably going to do nightingale and then four wins and again like it's not that like I don't like four wins like nightingale and four wins tied it's just that great alone is like far above the both of them um i i really like four wins but i think i was more into the i connected more with the characters of nightingale more if i had to compare Mm. those two together so that's why i rank it just as third of the ones but i also haven't like read like firefly lane which i also own um is this still at your house I don't remember. I think I maybe took it I back. I think you I, took it back. I don't really remember. Um, so, but for me, Great Alone was the first Kristen Hanna I ever read. It will always probably stay my favorite unless she wrote 
one even better than that, which would be really hard because I don't think that she could write a better character than Matthew. Yeah, I'm in love with him. Uh, so I don't know. It, it's I think the Four Winds was really, really good. And I think that she did really deserve that. I also read it like way earlier in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I also would say Nightingale for me, I also always still, like we said before, get confused with the girl you left behind. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can understand maybe maybe possibly putting Four Winds before that just because it's more of a unique storyline. But again, Great Alone will never be surpassed in my opinion. <laughs> so speaking of books that we have been reading or not been reading recently, what are you reading recently right now? So right now I'm reading and I'm two chapters in. We Are the Brennans by Tracy Lang. What do you think so far? I really like it so far. I think I like the from the first two pages or something like that, I was like, mm. This has the potential to be a five-star book based on mm-hmm. the writing alone. I can already mm-hmm. tell. I can already tell. Um, especially because I just recently read quite a few three-star books. This feels like a breath of fresh air. Yes, I agree with you. It's a great one. Yes. And then what are you reading up right now, Haley? I am reading Apples Never Fall by Leanne Moriarty. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I really like it so far. It's really interesting. Um, she always adds a little bit of like a mystery twist to her books. So it's not just like family drama, but there's also always a little bit of like a hmm, like secret or something has happened. And that's always very intriguing. Um, this, the family that I'm reading about is very into tennis, which is interesting. <laughs> and I, I kind of was like, yeah, that is kind of weird. But the more I read it, the more I'm like, I actually kind of like this. This is really interesting. So okay. uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. And um, I just have to find the time to read it. That's the thing. Finding the time to read it has been a bit of a challenge and it's a really big book. So um, just trying to pump out as much as I can when I can, not because I'm not liking it, but because I want to know the story. I want to know what is going on. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have read, I think all the immoralities that you have at this point. So I'm excited too. I do you, do you, did you get it from the library though? No, it's mine. Ooh, can I borrow it when you're done? Sure. Okay. Well, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sounds like we got some good books headed our way. You know what? I've always said that I feel like my book of the month books get better near the end of the year. And so far, my best from the beginning of the year this year. So, I mean, I got, I still have my November one sitting on my shelf. So I've heard it's very sad. So maybe it'll be a, maybe it'll be a love. Who knows? It could be. We'll have to see how our Novembers shape up and, uh, Hopefully we have a good amount of books that we can choose from because coming up, you guys, like we talked about a little bit ago, oh my goodness, our like 2021 top books of the year is coming before we know it. I literally do not know how we're going to figure it out. I don't know. I don't know. have to really sit down and process it because there have been a lot of books this year and some better than others. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think, I think honestly, this year I have read probably quite a few dunces, unfortunately. Yeah. So then maybe it'll make it easier because I know. there haven't I've... been as many awesome ones. Yeah. Maybe I will be able to find 10% of my reads to be good enough. Who knows? Who All right, knows? you guys. Well, thank you for sticking around with us today um, and getting
know another new literary scandal that has a little bit of a um, movie scandal as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that you guys all have a really wonderful weekend and continue to enjoy the weather wherever you are in this beautiful November air. Um, that was a really weird line. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> I liked it. Oh, thank you. All right, you guys have a wonderful day. Get out, see the sun, read a book, all those fun things. But takes, but for now, thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. <laughs>